Where do you find stats on pogo stick related <laughs> ER visits? And how often is that in the ER? You're more likely to uh, go to the ER for a pogo stick related injury. <laughs> All right. So now I know to do that in order to make sure I can win the, the Powerball tonight. I don't know if there's correlation. <laughs> or- Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. I don't know if it's better that I found this out this morning or not. We- Ignorance is bliss. It I will is- give you that. I wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. Although I probably would have gotten a text from my wife because she's up early. Yeah. So I'm just about to leave the house. And as, you know, our show starts at 6 now, but still, every second counts. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get here, get yep. stuff done, yep. right? Always under the gun. Always feel like you're late. So moments away from leaving the house, I hear like, that's not right. I'm hearing a sound I don't normally hear right now. Does it now. sound like a hose is on outside yeah. or something? Yeah, right. When you're running the sprinkler or whatever, you can kind of hear that faint. The water's yeah, running yeah. through the walls somewhere. I'm like, uh, it's the ice machine. Nope. Check the toilets. Toilet running. Jiggle it. Jiggle it. Nope. Still uh, hearing it. Like, there is water running somewhere in my house. I did have the thought of, <laughs> nobody has to know that I knew. <laughs> I was getting in the car and <laughs> Just stick your head away. in the sand and maybe it'll fix itself. It'll heal itself. <laughs> it'll heal, yeah. Hot water heater, dude. Uh, Downstairs in the basement and out the top, it's like there's there's water running out yep, of it. Yep, yep, yep. I... I, I could be wrong, but my my experience with hot water heaters is when they die, they just leak, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's just a matter of, okay, you need to get a new one now. So I'm okay with that. We've been on borrowed time with this. Uh, my plumber for many years told me probably 10 years ago, like, hey, you know, anytime, anytime oh, you want to do okay. this, like well, you're on the last leg with this not thing. Not bad, 10 years extra. Which what I should have done at the time is noted that, like he's an honest plumber, I trust him, like yeah, sure. you're trying to sell me something, it's just like, hey, just put it on your radar. Yeah. Should have just said, well, let's make an appointment to go ahead and do this. Pay me now or pay me later, right? Well, I chose later and now it's leaking. <laughs> oh, no. So what'd you do? So I have this much knowledge. There's a big old thing on the top that says emergency shutoff, so I turned it off. So it's not leaking anymore. It is no longer leaking. However, there's no hot water in my house. Right. Well, you're not there. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So good luck over there. So here's my... Oh, man. So what are you going to do? So I'm the least handy person in the United States of America. So for me to go in there and start like looking at it, like, no, it could be this, could be that. (laughs) Could be the carburetor. (laughs) It absolutely could. (laughs) Just saying words. Those only cost a couple hundred dollars. How do you change oil on this thing? (laughs) No doubt. You can just go to like Home Depot or Fleet Farm or Menards and get a new one. Like, obviously, it's... Easier said than done, but you can just go purchase it like an appliance and okay, have it And installed. do what with it? Put Me put it in? That Well, I, I've done that. I mean, it's not impossible. It, it's Don't do it's, it. It is right daunting. Now. I don't even have any tools for that. I'm sure you need you tools. Too, if you... It sounds like Eric is volunteering to come over there for How you. about See, that? Actually, How about you, know you come by? When are you available today? <laughs> you know what would happen is that I'd get there by 5 p.m. and be like, hey, man, I guess you're going to have to call somebody. <laughs> right, I don't have the right stuff. Maybe until 7.30. <laughs> you're like, I got to go, man. I this didn't really work out. I thought I had the right stuff. If I find the leak, can I just like flex tape it? Flex tape guys on TV all the time. Flex tape. I... I don't know I'm just looking to buy this. time. Like that's not a long-term solution. I was going to say I've every, every this has happened to me over the you know homeowner. It's happened to me a few times over the years, and I've never had success trying to. It's when it starts leaking, it's gone. 
All right. Well, I'll report back. So to yeah, you. maybe try the flex tape just to see though. <laughs> yeah. Now you want me to. Right? <laughs> Let's see <laughs> yes. what happens. I, I figure folks on the old National Bank talk and text line would be of help. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. And the first text out of the gate is a, is actually a tremendous help. It's a water heater, not a hot water heater. Thank uh. you. Thank you, Texan. <laughs> Appreciate the help. 615, Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marky Brewers dropped a tough road loss on Tuesday night in Philadelphia, losing to those Phillies by a final score of 4-3. to three. Julio Teran did get the start for the Brewers, surrendering surrendering all four runs in just four in two-thirds innings. It's a good lineup. You know, if, I thought he, you know, he navigated it pretty well. Probably the first hit of the game, just, you know, putting a run up on the board in the first swing. Hurt as much as anything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good lineup. The, good, Some really good left-handed hitters in the lineup. He navigated it well. Um, they, they got some hits. And, and you're right, he did have a little trouble. He got ahead of some hitters and then had a little trouble putting them away. But, you know, that's because of good hitters. Despite the loss, though, there was good news for the Brewers on Tuesday. All-star pitcher Brandon Woodruff will make his first rehab start Saturday for high A Wisconsin. And Aaron Ashby, according to manager Craig Council, is also close to getting back to game action. The Brewers will look to bounce back tonight in Philly with a 5:41 first pitch. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 5.05. From the Diamond to the NFL, where the Packers are just a week away from the start of their training camp, all eyes will be set on number 10. And according to some... Average play might just be enough in Green Bay. I think the Lions are the favorite in this division. Absolutely. The Bears had the number one pick in the draft. They had the number one pick in the draft for a reason. That roster, while it's improved, is not nearly as good as the Green Bay Packers roster. Not nearly top to bottom as good as the Packers roster. I, I look at Green Bay and say this, and I've said this, Greeny, and you've heard me say it. If Jordan Love is average, this team is playing for a playoff spot in December. If he's average, if he's anything like a first-round pick should be, this is a playoff team. ESPN's Dan Orlowski on Get Up on Tuesday morning. The Packers are all set to begin their first practice just a week from today with the rookies reporting on Friday. Coming up, the amendment that a local congressman got into the National Defense Spending Bill and why he thinks it's so important. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News. I wasn't really looking for advice, but I'm getting it now on the old National Bank talking text line. Hot water heater was leaking this morning. I just shut it off. Some good stuff here. Yeah. Same day installation. Got a couple of calls for our guy, our hero. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. Yep. <laughs> Get Sean Went on the case. <laughs> Sean Went doesn't use a water heater. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't need, need one. Yeah. U.S. Senate this week debating a bill that just passed the House, the NDAA National Defense Authorization Act, nearly $900 billion in defense spending. Congressman Brian Stile, Republican Janesville, offered an amendment that was added to the bill. It will require the Secretary of Defense and Secretary of State to regularly brief Congress on exactly how money earmarked for Ukraine's war effort against Russia is being spent. I spoke with the congressman in Washington this week. I think it's important the Secretary of Defense uh, comes and briefs the relevant committees in the U.S. about how we are spending the committed funds that are committed to Ukraine. We have uh, Putin, who is illegally and unjustly invaded uh, the country of Ukraine under previous authorizations. The U.S. has authorized money. I just think it's absolutely essential uh, that we're providing additional accountability, in particular to the American people, uh, about how their tax dollars are being spent. And there is increasing debate over that spending at all. We are well past a year now into that war. President Biden has declared 
seemingly indefinite support for Ukraine. Congressman Stile of Wisconsin's 1st Congressional District, still a staunch supporter to a point. I would oppose an increase uh, in U.S. investment that would include U.S. service members and risking their lives. And so I think it's important to step back and recognize the United States is not risking our men and women. Uh, it is Ukraine who are putting forward their soldiers to defend the country of Ukraine. Uh, I think it's important to also remember, as we said, it's, it's ultimately Putin who engaged in this illegal and evil behavior of attempting uh, to take over the country of Ukraine. And so providing assistance uh, to those men and women of, of Ukraine who are trying to defend their homeland, I think is reasonable. I do believe the president needs to make clear, though, of what his broader objective is. In inside uh, the NDAA, the same bill we're discussing, um, I call the president to actually put forward his agenda, his objectives as to what we're, the, the country is trying to accomplish in this support of Ukraine. If we spell that out to the American people, if we provide accountability to how our funds are being spent, if we prevent U.S. service members from engaging in direct conflict in the country of Ukraine, I think we can make some real progress. What's the best case scenario outcome in this, Congressman? The best case scenario is, is Putin changes his mind and withdraws uh, his army from the country of Ukraine. Um, we may not see that in the short term, uh, but I do think that's ultimately, I mean, pretty clearly the best outcome. And anything that even gets us closer to that direction is a clear step forward. Congressman Brian Stile, 1st Congressional District of Wisconsin. The other thing I wanted to talk to him about coming off the U.S. Supreme Court ruling earlier this month, the president did not have the constitutional authority to erase nearly half a trillion dollars in student loan debt using provisions under COVID-19 rules. The president is now working on a new plan. It would be new authorization for erasing that student loan debt through the Department of Education. Congressman Stiles says not only should he not be able to do that without going through Congress, but that it also misses the larger point. I think what should be the most frustrating piece of this to so many Americans is the president's plan does nothing to solve the underlying problem. The underlying problem is the high cost of education. It's the hard work that we should be doing and that I was involved in when I was on the University of Wisconsin Board of Regents to actually limit or stop the increase in tuition, to put controls on living expenses, and address the underlying problem. The president is simply playing a shell game and moving that expense from those individuals who took out student loans, and he's shifting that burden to all taxpayers, including those that didn't go to college. I think that uh, is a wrong move, and I think at a minimum, your member of Congress should have a vote on this. Yeah, making something more affordable. This is one we've made when we've talked about college education. Making something more affordable is not making loans more readily available, which we've done for decades. That's his point. It's been mine. The, regardless of what the president does with his plan this time around, it will be litigated. It'll be drawn out. Could end up at the U.S. Supreme Court once again, where this second go-around would, barring a change on the court, likely see a similar fate. So Congress has the power of the purse. So if the president is serious about this plan, he'd make the case before Congress and put it to a vote. Phillies dampen the Brewers' party a bit, but they go again tonight. Brandon Snyder Sports at 645. Here we go. The chance to win big today. Lotto fever. That's not the heat. It's the lotto fever that you got taking over your body. It's That's what it high. is. Yes. The Mega Millions jackpot last night and tonight's Powerball. Now the third largest Powerball jackpot ever 
ABC's Janice Yu with more details. I'm actually standing outside of a gas station, and this is where a $1 million ticket, Powerball ticket, was sold on Monday. So this might be a lucky store for tonight's drawing. The jackpot for the Powerball up to a billion dollars. Mega Millions is up to more than $700 million. So a lot of money up for grabs. So that's ABC's Janice Yu. So my favorite is whenever they say, like, hey, your chance of winning, you're, you're more likely to get struck by lightning twice while standing on the Sears Tower. Like and being eaten by a shark. <laughs> yeah, there's always like a very, right. while wearing red shorts. Like, there's always a very specific <laughs> yes. thing. So Janice, to her credit, came up with one during her report. If you are playing, the odds are not in your favor when it comes to Powerball or Mega Millions. They are one in about 300 million. So you're more likely to uh, go to the ER for a pogo stick related injury or become <laughs> the president of the United States. But that certainly isn't stopping people from playing and daydreaming. You know, I guess not. Cool, that pogo was random. Yeah, pogo stick. Yeah. That, Where do you a... find stats on pogo stick related <laughs> ER visits? And how often is that in the ER? You're more likely to uh, go to the ER for a pogo stick related injury. <laughs> All right. So now I know to do that in order to make sure I can win the, the Powerball tonight. I don't know if there's correlation. <laughs> or causation or whatever, however that saying goes. Maybe you're more likely to be stranded at sea. The harrowing ordeal of this guy, three months adrift. That story next. You're more likely to uh, go to the ER for a pogo stick related injury. Six forty one on Wisconsin's morning news. See this flex tape guy right now. Look at that. He put his whole house in flex tape. It survived the flood. It's not going to work. It will not. I mean, you could do it for maybe a day. Look at that guy. Look. Your your he water heater is dead. Flex tape. Water heater's dead. It will not survive. Fine. I'm just saying. My water heater's cooked. It was leaking this morning if you were not up with us at the start of the show. So I've shared that and appreciate all the advice I'm getting on the old National Bank talk and text line. I'm telling you, the best advice you've gotten so far. Well, I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. And I said, Sean, I need some help. Um, give him a holler. This one just in. Sean Went knows about pogo sticks also. Thank you. <laughs> Not helping. All right. So the Not Australian helping. sailor is doing okay. The sailor is alive and well. His name, Timothy Shattuck. I'm feeling uh, a lot better than I was, I can tell you. Thanks so much. What happened to Timothy Shattuck? He was adrift at sea with his dog for three months. No way. Three months, stepping onto land, dry land, for the first time since his ordeal. He was in a crippled catamaran spotted by a Mexican tuna boat in the Pacific Ocean after he lost electricity. He's grateful to be alive. I've been struggling to sort, you know, the health was, was pretty bad for a while. I was pretty hungry, and and I, I didn't think I'd make it through the, the storm, but now I'm really doing good. So he and the dog basically lived on, he said sushi, but basically raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> and rainwater. So that's what they survived. And then he for. finally gets rescued by a tuna boat. And I said, like, you want some fish? <laughs> and he said he was, like, hungry? he was eating the absolute you-know-what out of that. The one thing he didn't eat, the dog. She's amazing. Like, she's, I mean, yeah, that, that dog is, is something else, you know. <laughs> I'm a bit biased, but yeah. <laughs> I, now, listen, you said it out loud, and everyone was thinking it. How long into the trip? A no week, way. two weeks, three weeks, because six there's no, there's weeks, no. ten okay, weeks. Okay, so I'm going to say something that it, I don't mean this, but I'm going to say it. Roll, roll. If you think logistically, 
you can't cook the meat, so that's why raw fish was the only thing he could do. Okay. So even if he had a chicken, he can't eat the chicken. Can't make a little fire on his boat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just alone out there in the water. I love being alone on the ocean, you know. Um, and um, a lot of it is about, about the love of it, you know, um, the, the, the love of being there. So here's my question, and you posed this earlier. Would you rather be on a, a incapacitated catamaran that's floating 1,200 miles off the coast or on a desert island? Which would bring you to safety? Desert island or deserted island? Ooh, I, I'm, okay, deserted island. Okay, so there could be flora and fauna that you could eat, maybe some yeah. other critters, you could make fire, you could do things. But where, I guess you, the objective here is to be found, right? Yes, so to then survive. In which, in which instance are you more likely to be found? Adrift in, in the world's oceans. Well, so I th- here's the thing: like a lot of those deserted islands, like they, you can tell that someone has been on them. Like there's like trash left on them and different things. So if you were someone on a boat, hey, let's stop at the deserted island and you find a guy. Would you want to bring that guy on your boat? Hey, listen, looking for a ride here. <laughs> like, well, where did you come from? Also, that's assuming too you don't get eaten by some animal on the deserted island. That's true. Moments some after arrival. Feral pig. Six forty-five on Wisconsin's morning news. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers' four-game win streak came to an end on Tuesday night with the 4-3 loss in Philly. Julio Tehran got the start for the crew, giving up four runs and four in two-thirds innings. The Brewers will look to bounce back tonight, beginning at 5.40. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ at 5.05. Colin Ray expected to get the start. The Packers are just one week away from the start of their training camp. The Green Bay rookies will start to report to camp beginning on Friday. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. A new era in Green Bay is just one week away from getting underway as the team will begin to report to Titletown beginning on July 25th. Things in Green Bay, as opposed to years past, have been quiet this offseason with Aaron Rodgers' departure and Jordan Love's appointing. For most Packers fans, it was a sign of relief this past April when Brian Gutekinds sent away the four-time MVP to the Big Apple. There was no more needing to tune into a punter's talk show to gather updates on whether or not QB1 would want to come back to Green Bay or not. Trading away Rodgers, though, also changes expectations in Green Bay, and rightfully so. You shouldn't expect a first-year starter, despite years in the system or the league, to get under center and have the same expectations you would if a Super Bowl winning quarterback with four MVPs was leading the charge. It may sound ridiculous, but fewer expectations are good news for Jordan Love. Simply put, the pressure to perform this season should not reside on the quarterback from Utah State. Instead, guys like head coach Matt LaFleur, defensive coordinator Joe Barry, and general manager Brian Gunikins should wear that hat for at least the first post-Rogers season. LaFleur who has won more games in his first three seasons than any other coach, must prove to the league and maybe himself that he can win without an MVP. Barry must prove to, let's be honest, literally everyone, that he can lead a defense that is littered with first-round picks and all pros. And lastly, Goody must prove that he made the right choice in trading away the surefire first-ballot Hall of Famer. If any one of those three things fail first, look out in Green Bay. Former President Donald Trump announced that he is the target of a 
Special counsel's investigation into the 2020 election expects he will be indicted, charged next week. ABC News has an update on that at the top of the hour here on Wisconsin's Morning News. But as we bring in our teammate from 1017 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris, host of the afternoon show. Different reason I wanted to talk about the former president this morning, and it relates to the DeSantis campaign, how they're using his words and AI in campaign materials raises some interesting questions. So I have I have the uh, the voice that's used in an ad. Here's what's so interesting about this, Ken, is that it's actually Trump speaking in the sense that the words you hear aren't him, but he actually tweeted the comments. So what they've done is they've created a Trump voice off of something he posted on the Internet. And here it is. I opened up the governor position for Kim Reynolds in which she fell behind. I endorsed her, did big rallies, and she won. Now she wants to remain neutral. I don't invite her to events. <laughs> yeah, no, he, not he does him. not. That's not him, but that's him. T- he, he posted it. He just didn't say it. So what's your question? What 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 is it? What what it is you want me to expound on? Because I've got about six hours of of expounding that I can do. <laughs> on, six hours? We got like three, four the, minutes. All uh, right. I, I just I don't understand. For, for first of all, I think it's unethical that you would take someone's words. Words have meaning, but words mean different things when you read it versus when you hear it. Sure. That's why you can read a book and it has such a fantastical. Um, transfer of knowledge and, oh my god it's so great it's wonderful and then you see the movie and go like well what yeah. is that but isn't that your imagination also helping create that to make it even better but what i've done is i've inserted a sound into just your brain your intellect reading something and interpreting it based on your knowledge i'm now giving you the words right because understanding words you understand each individual word, and then you understand the phrase. That's how you understand stuff. Doesn't necessarily make you biased, but that's just how you understand. Okay. You can add meaning with, you know, cadence. You can add meaning with there you emphasis. Go. There you all go. All sorts of ways that you can change the there meaning or adapt it based on all of those things in verbal form. And right? that's where my bias I'm comes in because I adjust the phrase, the the intonation, the emotion. Based on me, not him. So I can say, I like you, Vince. Or I can say, yeah, I like you, Vince. <laughs> and it's the same words if you read same it. Same words. Different. And so I, I think it's I, I think the DeSantis campaign is way out of line. The idea, though, of using a candidate's words against themselves or to help promote another candidate in an ad is has been going on for... No, no, that's, that's fine. But that's okay, though? Keep but when you use AI... You can use my printed word because I wrote it. But if you transfer the medium, that takes on a whole different. I don't invite her to events. <laughs> Why didn't they just get who does him on SNL now? Yeah, just have the actor do it. Well, does anybody guy? watch SNL? I mean, I invite That's her to events, but then I don't invite her. You know, <laughs> sometimes I uninvite her. Actually, I'm surprised they wouldn't try to do something like that. Because we've seen that, too, right? Like where the they have an actor who kind of kind of looks like the candidate. Right. That they're wait, blowing wait. up. But now you know why there's a writer's and actor's strike for things like this. This can happen after you've passed away 400 years from now and some company is making millions of dollars off you as an actor. What about pictures? Like when they show the really awful picture of the president or the really awful picture that's, of Trump. That's my favorite yeah, in public. It's like, and it's moving a little your bit. Your worst possible moment. Yeah, yeah, but you're in public. 
That just is what it is. But if you're posting your words, That's aren't you presenting your words to public? As long as they them? stay in that medium. When you take it out and you add AI to it and a voice, that's a whole different level. Interesting. Of, and there's not even a lawsuit. You like, like what? I don't know. Has the FCC or the or the, the, the Trump who, campaign you, was was upset copyright. about it? But no, that's a good question. And then they not, thought, hmm, maybe we'll do that too. <laughs> <They're already laughs> oh, yeah. Experts said, "Oh, you like that? Yeah. Hope you like it. You're about yeah. to get a lot more of yeah. it." <laughs> Ken Harris, our teammate at 1017 The Truth. Thanks, Doctor Ken. You're welcome. I don't invite her to events.